How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4, 3, 2, 1, 1. Now it's time for the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. Here we are. It's Thursday, almost to the weekend, November 9th, 5.30. Thank you guys for getting up with us. Today was the first morning that I was truly like cold in my car. I turned the seat warmers on. I was like, <laughs> I am freezing. I'm like, it's 53 degrees. Okay, that's cold. Um, but I just felt like, wow, I, I truly am from Las Vegas now. Born and raised in Colorado. I had blood made out of ice. I never got cold. This, would, this would be warm, oh, right? Oh, my. Oh, 53 people would wear shorts. No joke. Mm-hmm. Like 53 was like, wow, it's going to be really nice and balmy today. Now I'm just like shivering here. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so cold. And this is just the beginning. It's supposed to get a little bit cooler, too. Ooh, the, the, uh, the, the Colorado is officially out of you. You're yeah, Vegas girl. I, yeah. <laughs> well, I, moments. I was thinking about it. I actually, I have lived here now officially longer than i ever lived in colorado so it's uh i guess i i am from nevada from las vegas i do the same thing i do that a lot like like for you and i i've now known you longer than i have not known you that's crazy isn't that weird when you think about stuff like that and I, i'm sure if i did the math i could try to figure out because i did go to dc for five years but i've definitely been away from my my hometown longer than i've been in my hometown and then i was just doing this other night thinking about the house that we live in we've been in the house right now for uh, 14 years and I was doing the math of like my childhood home like okay I would be X years old in my childhood home based on the time that I lived in my current home I do this stuff all the time yeah it's it's kind of weird when you stop and think about stuff like that but yeah just warning you when you uh, get going this morning it's a little chilly might want to wear uh, something a, a sweater I don't know how cold you get but I, I'm in a sweatshirt and I've got a tank top on underneath the sweatshirt and I'm like Ooh. <laughs> yikes <laughs> I put a jacket on for the first time this year. I did, I did put a jacket on to stay warm. And um, it's a jacket that I got last year. It's leather. Um, I was a fan of it last year. And then I put it on today. I'm like, I don't know. It's it's like yellowy orange. It's kind of loud. <laughs> You're like, maybe this was good for 2022, <laughs> but 2023, we're going with a different approach. I put it on. I'm like... Huh. <laughs> Things have changed with my mindset. Interesting taste year. I had last yeah. year. <laughs> if I can go back and talk to 2022, JC, I don't know. So I, I left the house. Make it, uh, we'll see how this goes today. This may go in the uh, <laughs> in the two charity uh, pile here. Seriously, it's just like I'm. So we'll see. We'll see how the, I'm warm though. I'll tell you that I'm, I'm warm and comfortable. But like walking out of the house, you look in the mirror. I'm like, 
Hmm. Yeah, we went we went walking last night, and uh, I uh, my husband finally pulled out a jacket too for the first time this year, and um, he was like it was pitch pitch black out, and here we are in all black. He picks a black jacket, I already have black on. I'm like, God forbid we cross the street, <laughs> and no one is gonna see us. <laughs> At least with that jacket, you got like a, a mustardy color that some people were, are sure to notice. Mom, is that Ronald McDonald walking? <laughs> That baby moment, yellow? <laughs> is that the stylish color of 2023? Please tell me it is. Oh, my gosh. Well, we are so happy to have you it guys. It's tight, too. It's real tight for oh, some Oh, really? Yes. Oh, someone's bulking up over there. <laughs> bulking up or eating up. I, gotta nah. figure out. Cool. I can't button it. <laughs> You're like, man, what was a, a little a twig last Seriously, year? Seriously, <laughs> a twig with no fashion sense Aww. in 2022. Hey, man, fashion is what you make it. Exactly. You own it. If you think it, it looks cool and if you like it, then everyone else is going to be like, wow, look at him all confident. That must be the style. So <laughs> I'll let you know tomorrow. Yeah, well, it is uh, It is time for the pre-show you pick up. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Little Miss Can't Be Wrong by the Spin Doctors? Little Miss, Little Miss, Little Miss Can't Be Wrong yeah. Ain't nobody gonna bow no more yeah. Sound it go By Freak Nasty. Or do you want to hear Behind These Hazel Eyes by Kelly Clarkson? Choices. Get your votes in right now. You can do that a couple of ways. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or you can text or call us at 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes right now and we'll reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Coming up next. Coming up next. Mix 94.1. You're going to want to hear this. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. Coming up next. When did you realize you have become that guy or you have become that lady or like my husband told me last night, we have become that couple. And when he said that, I was really hurt. I'll tell Uh you why we're that couple coming up next. But first, the votes are in and Little Miss Can't Be Wrong by Spin Doctors is a pre-show you pick them. You choose the music. You pick it, we play it. It's Mercedes in the Morning, pre-show you pick them. Mix 94.1. If you ever want to reach out, text us, call us. 702-364-9400 is our number. Call us right now if you have ever had the realization that you are that guy or you are that lady or you are that couple that's what matt told me last night we're laying in bed and he goes we become that couple and i'm like what and and i i don't think we're that couple you tell me if this qualifies for that couple status okay so we're okay yeah, 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 yeah. are you there are you alive i'm like um so we um we were in bed and he's watching the the VGK game and they're losing and William Carlson just scores and there's not a lot of time left. And it's not like I was giving up, but I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to watch the game anymore. I'm really tired. Um, I, I need to watch something that just relaxes me. So I got my iPad. I put my AirPods in 
and I just wa- started watching one of my shows on Netflix. And he goes, oh, gosh, we've officially become that couple. And I was like, what do you mean that couple? He goes, where you're watching something on your iPad and I'm watching my own thing. And we're we're just watching two di- totally different shows. We're officially that couple. And I was like, do you want me to watch the game with you? Will that make you feel better? And he's like, no, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so is that that couple status? What's, what's the bad? It's the first time I've ever done that. I've never done that before. Is Matt's fear that you're going to start going off on your own yes. on these own shows? I'm and all of a sudden sure. he's now a vested interest in these shows. And instead of sitting there with a combined interest, lying in bed next to each other, being close to each other, you're now just like in your own little, own little worlds doing your own thing at night. I think his concern is that we're just like not going to talk to each other anymore. <laughs> And I was like, this is the first time I've ever done this. We're not that couple. It's probably not going to happen again, especially now that I know this. But right. I you can't like, do that again. But is that is that that couple status? Like, do you do you think a lot of couples are that couple that do that, that are just in their own separate worlds when they go to bed? Um. <sighs> Well, what's it, okay, what if you both read in bed? You're not reading the same book, like right. but you're next to each other. It's no different than reading because there'll be at nights where Laura will be reading something and I'll be reading something, but we're still next to each other. And but we're not like no headphones on, so we can still talk if something pops up. But the, the only difference is you're just watching something different instead of reading something different. I think that mm-hmm. was probably part of the problem is that I had my AirPods in. I think that's what cut it off. Like when you're reading, you know, you can still talk. Yes. Like, oh, this book uh-huh. is really good or whatever. But have you ever realized? you were that guy or you were part of that couple and and what was it what happened to you did you so did you finish watching the show or did you take off your ear no i finished watching (laughs) (laughs) i was like i need i need to like chill out i don't need to watch a high intensity game right now it's just gonna stress me out i want to fall asleep so i just just like i'm just gonna watch this show i become um that guy that wears flip-flops and socks at the same time like socks and sandals but they're flip-flops that i'm doing and it's just it's just for a matter of ease i'm not doing it all the time but when people see me they don't know that i'm not doing all the time it's because i'll, I'll be at the house just the other day i was at the house and I realized i was out of toilet paper i'm like i need to go down to albertson's i need to get toilet paper and i have to get water so i'm in my house i got my socks on and i go to leave and instead of putting sneakers on or boots on or something i have flip-flops in the garage and i just slid on my flip-flops so i got my flip-flops and my socks and i go down to albertson's and i get my toilet paper and i get water and as i push in the car and i look down and i'm like people are gonna see me and they're like oh that's a guy that does flip-flops and socks at the same time in my mind, there's a vast difference between flip-flops and slides. Are these the ones with the actual toe separator? Yes, they're oh, flip-flops. that's bad. Yeah, I know. You are that guy. I know. That's really bad. If it slides, I let that slide. <laughs> but if it's flip-flops with the toe separator, Steph, do you think that that's that guy? He's that guy. Yeah. I know. And it's not something like, I don't do it all the time, but as I'm, as I'm doing it for ease to go to the store, you're seeing me for the first time. I'm that guy. For sure. And then are, what kind of, are you wearing shorts or what, what outfit are you wearing? Uh, I had I sweat uh, joggers on. Joggers, not gray ones, right? No. Okay, because <laughs> then you really be that guy. <laughs> it's Mix ninety four point one Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning. Show number nineteen fifty four. Now here's your host Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is just about six o'clock here on Thursday, November 9th. Thanks so much for joining us. And being that it's show number nineteen fifty four. Here's what happened in the year nineteen fifty four. RCA produced the first television for public use. So people were starting to bring some color into their world. 
um, when it comes to TV. Oh, that's big. Wonder how much that thing went for too. Yeah. Nineteen fifty-four. Uh, it was probably as big as a house too. <laughs> those gigantic TVs. TVs were so big back oh, then. Oh my god, they were like furn- pieces of furniture they were. too. Yeah. Um, in Bombay, India, they had such a bad rat problem in nineteen fifty-four that they began accepting dead rats. Instead of taxes. So your taxes are due. You don't have money, but you find a bunch of rats and you kill them and you turn those in for your taxes. And they accepted that instead because but then it actually backfired because then people started breeding rats so that they could use them as money. Oh, gosh. So I didn't think that through. I mean, seriously. But when you first say that, okay, all right, let me Smart. go and hunt for some rats. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is really sad. There was a rock and roll death in 1954. Rhythm and blues singer Johnny Ace died after jo- jokingly pointing a gun towards himself and accidentally shooting himself with it. And his literal last words were, it's okay. Gun's not loaded. See, that was it. No kidding. Can you believe that? No, that I, is so sad. It is so sad. Um, the words under God were added to the Pledge of Allegiance in 1954 in response to the communist threat of the times. They, they, they added that to the pledge. Roger Bannister, he was the first human to run a mile in less than four minutes in 1954. Three minutes 59 seconds. He did it on May 6th. He stopped running shortly after that, and then he became a urologist. Uh, uh, not a urologist, a neurologist. <laughs> and he was knighted for his neurological work. So this guy had quite the quite the life. A life well lived. Now, uh, under a four-minute mile, I feel like that's a common thing now, today. Copping? What's that? I, I would make, if, if it, that's that's amazing. I don't. I I don't feel like it's that common. As but far then, as like the track and field, not like you and I going out no talking about. I'm like really because, in the world of like Olympic uh, no. athletes, double that and then add two minutes for me. I'm not talking about us here on the show. I'm talking about professional athletes that become faster. Yeah, maybe that was just the first time that's that quick. they they uh, had that. And then there's a term called Mondegreen. Um, and I didn't know this. That term is a term for misunderstood lyrics from a song. It's Mondegreen. And it was it was coined by a writer. Her name's Sylvia Green in 1954 when she was writing about how as a girl she had misheard the lyric in some song. There was a, a Scottish ballad and the um, the lyrics were and laid him on the green. But she thought it said and lady Mondegreen. Like Lady Mondegreen, I'm I'm hello, I'm Lady Mondegreen. Mm-hmm. So that term became a term, Mondegreen, when when you misunderstood a song lyric. Oh, okay. Yeah, now we know. And then on April eleventh, nineteen fifty four, that day goes down in history as the most boring day in history, according to a computer t- program tracking um, news. They say that there was like almost nothing newsworthy that happened on April eleventh, nineteen fifty four. The most newsworthy events of that day include. A general election in Belgium and the birth of a Turkish academic. That was it. Well, flip it to me. That's the best day. There's no drama, no accidents happening or anything else like, like that happening. It's not not a bad day then. But at the same time, it, being that it's the most boring day in history, it has become its own historical event. So right. It, it is something, you know? Yeah, exactly. We should celebrate it. <laughs> April 11th, let's celebrate that. It's there like you go. Uh, yeah, it's officially boring day. We've got a lot coming up on the show, including 
There's tickets for you to go see Trolls Band Together. This is an advanced screening. The movie comes out on the 17th. You're going to see it Saturday morning. We have your tickets coming up in about 15 minutes when you win the early edition of Heads Up. And also up next is What's Trending. What do you got for us? Who were some of the big winners at the CMAs last night? It was clearly one person's night. Also, Taylor Swift gets the honor that exactly no one is surprised by. And if you have ever wanted to smell like alcohol, like this specific brand of alcohol, there's a new perfume for you. We'll talk about all that coming up in What's Trending. Are you guys ready? Mercedes in the mornings, what's trending? What's trending on Mix 94.1. The CMA Awards are trending this morning. They were last night. Um, it was hosted by Luke Bryan and Peyton Manning. I, I love this duo. I thought they were really good together. Here's some of uh, their monologue. We are back, and you know what that means. Yep, Travis and Taylor weren't available. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Luke, do you know the difference between Taylor Swift and the New York Jets? Taylor can sell out a stadium. You nailed it. <laughs> they're just like their just interaction great. is so funny, and they're not afraid to be goofy. I just love those guys. But last night was clearly Lainey Wilson's night. She cleaned house at the 57th annual CMA Awards. She won five awards, including Entertainer of the Year. Yes, you heard right. She became the first female to win that award since Taylor Swift did it back in 2011. This is all I've ever wanted to do. It's the only thing I know how to do. Um, We have played just, I think at the end of the year, we'll have played about 186 shows this year. And uh, we went off this year and and so many years in between. I've been in this town for 12 and a half years and uh, it finally feels like country music is, is starting to love me back. It was uh, really cool to see her. She also won Female Vocalist of the, of the Year, Album of the Year for Bell Bottom Country, and her song with Hardy, uh, Wait in the Truck, won uh, Music Video of the Year and Musical Event of the Year. So congrats to Lainey Wilson. Uh, no one else really dominated. Chris Stapleton, he um, he won Male Vocalist of the Year category. He, that's his seventh time winning that. Uh, there was a surprise, though, when Luke Combs' Fast Car won Single of the Year, and then moments later, uh, saw of the year. First and foremost, I want to thank Tracy Chapman for writing one of the best songs of all time. Never, never intended for that. I just recorded it because I love this song so much. It's meant so much to me throughout my entire life. It's the first favorite song that I ever had from the time I was four years old. The internet was not happy that, that a cover beat out songs written by country artists in both of those categories. So there was like a little bit of a Luke Combs backlash on that one. And then best new artist, Jelly Roll. He actually opened the show and uh, had a surprise appearance by Winona. And he, um, he won best new artist of the there is something poetic about a 39-year-old man winning New Artist of the Year. I don't know where you're at in your life or what you're going through, but I want to tell you to keep going, baby. I want to tell you success is on the other side of it. I want to tell you it's going to be okay because what's in front of you is so much more important than what's behind you. Let's party, Nashville! <laughs> I'm tearing up from that speech. How can How you not inspiring love that guy? is that? That's awesome. And did you see his performance when Winona Judd came out with him yeah. last night? Yeah, yeah. 
That was uh, that was that was good. Well, she something seemed a little off with her, and she is speaking out this morning that it was nerves. She said she was just so nervous to perform, and and that's why uh, things were. It looked like she was kind of losing her balance. A she little was really bit. clinging yeah, on to when she was singing. It, yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, it was just really cool to see that, and uh, you gotta love Jelly Roll, right? That's awesome. <laughs> and then Lainey Wilson, she's she's the one that's also on Yellowstone, correct? Yes. What a yeah. what, what a year for her. I love her. I absolutely love her. Ask me her songs i could name like two but i just i i like her just her attitude and how she carries herself and yeah she's it was so cool to see her clean up last night so that is trending uh speaking of cleaning up taylor swift is uh trending this morning not a huge surprise but still an incredible achievement for taylor she is apple music's artist of the year for 2023 She's the number one most streamed female artist in Apple Music history. Also the female artist with the most songs to reach Apple Music's Global Daily Top 100. Uh, she thanked her fans, just saying that this year has literally been the most incredible year and uh, she couldn't have done it without them. This is the first time she's ever won this award. It's been given out for the past five years. So the first year that it was given out was in 2019, Billie Eilish won. In 2020, Lil Baby won. In 2021, the weekend one, and last year, Bad Bunny won. She kicks off uh, her tour again tonight. So a lot of people are really excited to see the Eras tour coming back. And uh, so if you want to check that out, it's going to be all over the place, I'm sure. But I mean, I I cannot wait. I want to see if she changes anything from... The previous uh, American version of of the uh, Eras tour, and she's—I mean—the word is that this international one, it's going to be a little different. She's in Argentina, by the way, tonight. So if you want to check, so it no out, Chiefs yeah. game for her this weekend, probably. No, but the Chiefs have a bye. Oh, so oh, Travis, Travis, think you'll be there? He Ar- is. He's he, there with he's her right traveling now. Traveling to Argentina no to meet kidding. up with her. Yeah. So look at that. That's he just a... has to return for practice by Monday. Plenty so, of time. So he's uh, he's going now. <laughs> he's there. in Argentina with her right know, now. It's awesome. Whoa, that's big. So that is trending this morning, and then finally this morning, uh, where's almost up here? Um, we have, <laughs> I literally just, my thing shut down. Um, oh, Kahlua is trending. If you have ever dreamed of smelling like the liqueur, now you can buy Kahlua scented perfume. It's, I, I don't know. Don't ask me. You'll smell, smell like an espresso martini. You can get it at imaginaryauthors.com for $105 a bottle, and that's what's trending. We've got those tickets for you to the advanced screening of Trolls Band Together coming up here in three minutes. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the morning on Mix 94.1. All right, we have our contestant on the phone. Oh, it's a junior listener. It's Shelly and her mom, Alma. Good morning, you two. Good morning. Oh, this is so cool. Shelly, where do you go to school? I go to SECTA. Well, this is awesome. We love SECTA. Tell everyone there we said hi, and let's make you a winner so you can walk in there and be like, yeah, I just won this morning on the radio. What have you done this morning? (laughs) That's how my day started. (laughs) All right, so we've got these tickets for you to check out Trolls Band Together. Pick a category. Do you want to go with Popeye the Sailor Man or Quarterback? Popeye? Or when you want Popeye the Sailor Man. Okay, Popeye the Sailor Man it is. International Animation Day was last Saturday. These are all animated shows or movies, okay? Okay. Okay. 
Who do you want to pick as your partner? We'll go with JC this time. All right. All right, Shelly, here we go. 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct and you win, and we start now. This show features Bart and Homer and Marge. Simpson. Yes, Simpson. Yes, yes. Simpson. This one features Fred and Barney. Uh, there's Dino. There's Pebbles. Flintstones. Flintstones. Yes. This one has a big green ogre in it. Shrek. Yes. Uh, this one, we pay uh, honor to the ones we've lost. Um, it, it's a Disney Pixar movie. Day of, the oh. D- Day of the Dead is about this movie. Oh, yes. Okay, this was a, in the 90s on MTV. <laughs> two, two dudes. They would watch videos and make fun of the videos. Oh, gosh. Um. We'll pass on that. We'll pass on that one. Skip the next one. This one is Woody and Buzz Lightyear. Uh, Toy Story. Yes. Uh, and this one is, oh, my gosh, I don't know what this next one is. Uh, I'm going to pass on the next one. I don't know what these cats is. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I don't know what these are. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. Let's go back to that 90s one. <laughs> There's two guys that were in ACDC. Oh, my gosh. He didn't know Encanto, Rick, or, Rick and Morty, or Phineas and Ferb. Oh. Oh. Well, well, okay, Encanto is the movie, right? I never saw Encanto, though. You didn't. It was good. Rick and oh. Morty, you never saw those? No, what's Rick and P- Morty? Pickle, Pickle Rick, nothing. No, no. no oh, no. my gosh. Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb are from what? Uh, that's a cartoon. It's a cartoon. Phineas and Ferb. I, I don't know. I didn't see them. I don't got kids. Oh, so now Shelly has to walk into Secta and be like, I lost. No! <laughs> <laughs> Well, hang on the line. Hang on the line. We are going to get you a consolation prize, you guys. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Um, And that means caller 20 right now. (laughs) You're getting these tickets, four of them, to check out our screening of uh, of what? Uh, the tro- hey, trolls. I know <laughs> trolls that one. together. By the way, the one we passed on, Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, I think a lot of people probably were like, Beavis and Butthead! She's 16, though, before I her know, time. I know, I know. Is six thirty nine mix ninety four point one. I I was just trying to find the list. I couldn't find it, but I want to hear it from you. You you said that Yelp just put out um a list here. Yes, Yelp put out their list of the top fifty places to eat in Las Vegas for 2023. And this is all based on their reviews. They do this every single year, and they just put out this year's top 50 spots in town. What is your favorite place to eat in Las Vegas? And looking at these, they seem to be, I think they're all off the strip. I think there's one that is on the strip. And I was looking at like the top 10. I need to go out and experience more restaurants. That's a thing with me. I, I get in a restaurant rut. I go to like the same 10 places Mm -hmm. and then I don't go anywhere else and there's so many great restaurants like um someone was just telling me about a restaurant in um the Gramercy area the other day and they're like it's amazing oh my gosh you gotta go there and I was like I you know I never would have even thought to go you know like that's just not like on my radar I get trapped in my little bubble and I need to go outside of my bubble so I told my husband I'm like this weekend we're gonna go there and we're gonna eat and he's like okay yes I'm down I'm like ready to go try something new so what do what do you think like I I I think the best type of review is someone just a word of mouth review like who where do you love tell us 702-364-9400 there's no one I trust more than you guys that listen to this radio station. So what, in your opinion, is the best place to go eat? Your favorite spot? Let us know what you think. Let's see if it compares to this list. Because usually on lists like this, 
I've been to exactly zero of the right, prices. Right. Well, number one with 557 reviews, five-star ratings. It's a sushi place called Izakaya. Izakaya. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but Izakaya. It's a sushi restaurant. Number one. Number two, a coffee and tea place called Sweet Mong. 162 reviews, five stars. Number three, Aroma Latin American uh, Cocina. 230 reviews. It's Latin American food, tacos. That's in Henderson. Ramen Boys in Las Vegas. 440 reviews. Five stars. That's number four. And then Ari Sushi. Sushi Place in Las Vegas. Five stars is number five, according to the Yelp reviews so far this year. As predicted, I've been to zero of those places. I like what is what am I doing with my life? What is wrong with me? There was I say well number ten looks so good to me. Uh, well, they all look good to me, but number ten. Have you been to Lou's Diner? No, L- it's like a diner. It's Lou's Diner, it, and it's like on the west side of town. <laughs> it's like a diner. <laughs> it's Lou's Diner. Yeah. yeah, I never would have pieced that together. <laughs> but I'm looking at the breakfast items. Oh my gosh, hash browns, sausage, eggs. It looks like just like a really good breakfast joint. That's a. I, I love hearing about new places. I'm literally going to write all these down. Bo, good morning. What do you think is like the best place to eat in Vegas? Big shout out to Nor Nor's Italian cuisine. Oh, that place is so good. That I have been there several times on Flamingo. Yes. Yes, that place is good. Have you ever been to Nora's? Yes, I have. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. And I love it too because I have a lot of friends that are are gl- or don't eat gluten, and they have a gluten free pasta that is like, I took a bite of my friends. I'm like, I can't even tell. Like that, it was mm-hmm. insane. So so good. Uh, the coffee class is on here. Pokey Express in North Las Vegas. And what's cool with Yelp, they have everything mapped out, so you can kind of see where you live. Then click on it, and I'll show you. Pokey Express is by Nellis Air Force Base. That's got a five-star rating, 868 positive reviews. Some uh, texts are coming in. We're getting uh, Mount Everest Indian Restaurant. Uh, Danielle actually wants to talk to you about Lou's Diner really quick. Hey, Danielle, what's up? Oh, I just love Lou's Diner. It's right down the street from me, and it's just fantastic. Is it? Is it a place that has a long line, or can you get in pretty easily? It's always packed, just packed. And the best thing, the um, the owner's wife makes her own jellies and jams. Oh, my God. Okay, I Lou's Diner is on the list. We just got a text about it, too. It says Lou's Diner is hands down the best breakfast place in town. Oh, man. And then people saying yes on Nora's. Uh, Steph, you you talked about this place before, the meat place. I don't want to say it wrong. Oh, Fogo de Chão. Fogo de Chão. I'm like, I can't say that. So name. good. <laughs> the meat place. The meat place. <laughs> we got it. Well, Lou, we're coming for you. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Searching for a parenting podcast you'll actually want to listen to? One that covers everything from how to deal with picky eating, how to grieve a pregnancy loss, and how to not hate your partner after having kids? Well, your new favorite podcast, After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings, is here. 
Hosted by two BFFs, this is a no-shame parenting podcast. Listen to and follow After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Sprouts Farmer's Market. Find your healthy at Sprouts Farmer's Market. Some great news this morning. The Las Vegas Hotel Workers Union reached a deal with MGM Resorts International, the largest employer on the Las Vegas Strip, on the heels of its breakthrough agreement with Caesars Entertainment yesterday. The Culinary Workers Union announced a tentative agreement today that covers about 25,000 workers at Aria, Bellagio, Excalibur, Luxor, Mandalay Bay, MGM Grand, New York, New York, and Park MGM. The union had threatened to begin a strike in the early morning hours of uh, the properties tomorrow if negotiations failed. Uh, That could be catastrophic for the Las Vegas Strip. So I think they just have to make an agreement with the Wynn Resorts Group, and then we're good to go. This whole thing is put to bed. And the Caesars one was a five-year deal, and so hopefully MGM got everything they wanted, and that's fantastic news for this town. Yeah, this is uh, not the best time for a strike. Oh, my gosh. With everything going on. Is everything, does it just, man, it's just going to be kind of crazy, isn't it? Like in the next few months between this F1 and the Super Bowl and just... You know, tourism is obviously something that is so needed for this town. Our city depends on it. But at the same time, I'm like, I hope that our town can handle all of this. (laughs) I'm excited about next week. That's going to be so exciting with F1 here for the first time. And there's going to be so much energy happening here in the city. And you hear these stories and you know how many things are urban legend and something gets twisted. But one thing I did hear was that so many people are flying in on their private jets and so many planes are coming to Las Vegas that there's not enough room at Harry Reid. So planes will be landing and then flying up to Utah, keeping the planes in Utah and then fly in the back on Sunday when people need to get out of town. Yeah, I can totally understand that for sure. Also this morning, uh, a lot of people have been wanting an update on actor Bruce Willis. Uh, A lot of people have not heard about his health uh, recently until today. Tallulah Willis, his 29-year-old daughter, says that she has an update. Um, His dementia diagnosis has, has not improved um, but she does have positive news to, to share. She has confirmed that he is the same, which she says is the best thing you can ask for. The uh, the child of Bruce and Demi Moore confirmed the family wants to kind of spread awareness about his condition. Um, they say that he has what's called frontal temporal dementia. And this diagnosis came back in February. And they definitely noticed changes kind of in his um in his uh, personality, but that he, you know, they still see love when they're with him and he, you know, he, it's just really special and they want to make sure that people are more aware of his condition and to keep an eye out for the signs in case they see them in their family members. Absolutely. And it's dementia, Alzheimer's, it's just, I mean, it's awful, awful diseases. I mentioned a friend of mine that passed away recently. It was from Alzheimer's, 61 years old. That's just terrible. Early onset at 57. Just, I mean, just an awful, awful disease. And if you've been around it to see how it affects the people that, uh, that have it and people around them. It's just, it's beyond sad. I'm glad they're either talking about it to bring even more awareness to it. Yeah, that's really important. Um, finally, this morning, talk about bringing awareness to something. This is crazy. Does anybody know Josh Furman? Or Josh Furman, are you listening right now? He's 40 years old, lives here in Las Vegas, type 1 diabetes. He's crediting his Apple Watch for saving his life when his blood sugar dropped dangerously low. 
and it caused him to lose consciousness and fall. So the fall detection feature on his Apple Watch kicks in. And it automatically called 911. No kidding. It provided paramedics with his GPS location and he had his emergency contact set up. So it immediately alerted his mother. So his mother could let the paramedics know about his condition. Um, Apple's fall detection feature is available on Apple Watch SE Series 4 and later, but it needs to be manually activated by the owner. Um, If the watch detects a hard fall and the person stays still for a minute, it automatically contacts emergency services and sends location information to their emergency contacts. Um, He says it's important for Apple Watch owners to know about the features, especially people who may not be aware of them and it's not the first time his apple watch con- uh, contacted 911 but it was the first time it saved him when he was unconscious so he's definitely counting his blessings he's grateful for the technology uh getting him help when he needed it and couldn't call himself that's an incredible story do you have that feature turned on on your watch i don't think i do i'm actually about to google how to yeah, turn, turn that, that thing on, on. I, I definitely would like to have something like that i'm not diabetic but who knows if you just have a fall and mm-hmm. then you you're knocked unconscious yeah, you know absolutely car accident anything that's yeah. amazing so next hour can you conquer the mega minute it can be done and when you do at 7 30 you'll get tickets to the wwe they're coming to town in december Jelly Roll, he won last night New Artist of the Year at the CMA Awards. He opened the show with that song, Need a Favor. And here is Jelly Roll accepting his New Artist of the Year award. There is something poetic about a 39-year-old man winning New Artist of the Year. I don't know where you're at in your life or what you're going through, but I want to tell you to keep going, baby. I want to tell you success is on the other side of it. I want to tell you it's going to be okay because what's in front of you is so much. It was just so Amazing. cool to see him win. Also a big winner yesterday. Uh, this was, And this is getting some, some talk on social media. Some people are really upset about it. Some people are really happy. Um, Luke Combs won single of the year and song of the year for his rendition of Fast Car. First and foremost, I want to thank Tracy Chapman for writing one of the best songs of all time. Never, never intended for that. I just recorded it because I love this song so much. It's meant so much to me throughout my entire life. It's the first favorite song that I ever had from the time I was four years old. It, 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 his first favorite song, thinking about that, like, do you remember what your first favorite song was? Oh, and then, okay, what was your first favorite song? And then what if you were, and you record that as a cover song? So what would be your hit song then? You got to recover that song. Oh, that's a good question. Okay, you're, you're doing, uh, you're going to win an award for re recording your first favorite song. What is that song? 702 364 9400. What would it be for you? Um, I think everyone knows it. And it's a song that just has so much meaning to me. And it's, I fell in love with music with the song. I fell in love with watching music videos with the song. I thought the guy singing the song was the coolest man alive. And it's U2's I Would, I would Cover One. favorite song? It's, I mean, it truly was. I mean, in the 80s, there was Michael Jackson that I really liked and stuff, but this was the first song that I went all in on, and I would sit there and wait for it to come on MTV, and 
Then someone told me, he's like, oh, you've seen the video with Bono in the bar smoking the cigarette, drinking the whiskey? I'm like, yeah. Like, There's two other v- videos for that for that uh, song. So I'd sit there and wait and wait wait for MTV to show the other videos for one. And it still has so much meaning to me to this day. When they played it at the Sphere, I was in tears. It'd be this one. Oh, man, yours is all, like, meaningful and stuff. <laughs> I was thinking, like, more... <laughs> Like my literal first favorite song, like literally this. I remember my favorite song. Uh, the first one I just loved. I memorized all the words to it. I wrote them all down. I would practice singing it in the mirror and it doesn't have any deep meaning. But if I were to uh, do a cover of my first favorite song, it would be this song. <laughs> Expression by Salt and Peppa. It's a great song. I would love to hear you cover this. And I'll tell you why I love this song so much. It's because it incorporated lyrics and uh, uh, vocals like this part and then rap. Now, you want to be like Bob. Bob's got it going on with no job. But everything wrong got, he got from Robin. And everything she got, he got, oh, <laughs> I loved this song. I memorized it from start to finish. So my it, it incorporates it all, singing and rapping. And this would be my cover song. If we were to do a cover of the first favorite song that we had. I love this. Because in this season. <laughs> Express yourself. <laughs> What would it be for you? Oh, my gosh. You got to call us right now. 702-364-9400. You do a cover of your first favorite song. What song are you covering? Yours is so meaningful. And mine's like, oh, yeah. Everything Rob got, he got from Robin. Listen, the, the God's not the truth. I just thought Bonham was cool when it came on. I'm like, look at that guy. He's drinking, smoking. The guy looks cool. Ruby, what would your cover be if you were to do a cover of your first favorite song? Lisa, Lisa, and the Colt Jam, Lost in Emotion. Oh, I remember that song. I don't think we have it, but Lost in Emotion. (laughs) Come on, give us more, Ruby. (laughs) Oh, my God, so embarrassing. Telling me Um, things you really should know. You really shouldn't know, but baby, I'm lost in emotion. Um, is anyone ever, like, on the floor, like, wow, Ruby's actually a really good singer? We got a hit song right here. <laughs> wow, that's impressive. That's really good. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Yeah. Three, two, one. Back to more of Mercedes in the morning on Mix 94.1. Can you conquer the Mercedes in the morning mega minute? It can be done, and when you do it today... You're going to get tickets to go see the WWE when they're here in December. That happens in less than 10 minutes. Yeah, make sure you keep it here for that. So um, I have a question, especially if you're a teacher. When kids turn in their projects, whether it's a science project or some sort of like book report with like a visual aid, is it's obvious to you when the parent did all the work, is it not? And do you still give them full credit? I, I couldn't believe what I saw. My my girlfriend posted a picture yesterday of her quote unquote kids project. Uh oh. This thing was insane. The the he he had to make a diorama of a famous city and they chose Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. So it was a v- Las Vegas diorama diorama. It wasn't in just a regular like it was when I think like diorama, I think of like a shoebox and then you put something in there. Absolutely. That's what you're supposed to do it, right? This thing was it looked like some architect constructed it. It looked like a real life mini version of Las Vegas. 
And she posted it and it was like, you know, I'm not going to say his name, but so-and-so just finished his Las Vegas diorama project. It came out so wonderful. I'm like, he's seven. <laughs> there is no way. No way. Teachers, what, like, it's obvious, right? 702-364-9400. Or parents, have you ever gotten stuck doing the whole project? So I texted her. And I sent her a picture. I go, tell me he did not. I go, you did this. This was not him. And she wrote back just LOL. And I no, go. No, she didn't claim or deny it. No. So then I, I press. I go, seriously, you had to have helped, didn't you? And she wrote back, a little. And I wrote back all caps, a little. <laughs> not that it's my business, but I love giving her a hard time. And then she confessed that she basically did the whole thing herself. Because it's a seven-year-old. That's why saying, I'm not saying the name. So the case <laughs> the teacher's listening. Because a seven-year-old should have like an empty roll of toilet paper is the stratosphere. Like maybe even like a backwards E on something. Yeah, Las Vegas, backwards <laughs> E. You know, they, they found something in the kitchen that looks like uh, the, the Luxor or something like that. It's, 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 a, it's a kid's uh, project of Las Vegas. Seriously, teachers, what do you do? in this situation do you or like what if it's something that's really serious like there's a science fair where they compete at UNLV and some of these projects that the kids do I'm like no way no way parents are helping Mm -hmm. there's there's absolutely no way and and is there anyone willing to like admit yes I've done most of my kids projects I will I will never forget my kid told me two days before one of them was due they had to make a a display of a historical landmark and i'm like okay so what are you gonna do she's like i don't know she starts crying "Ah." so we go to michael's and i'm just like got it stonehenge (laughs) so because we can make a bunch of rocks and we could just like put them on a thing of grass we got it so we get there and i'm helping her make stonehenge for like Two days, just trying to make it perfect. I wouldn't say I did all of it, but I'd say I did 50% of it. I'd say it was about 50-50 split on this project. And she turned it in like, you know, she was just this genius who created this Stonehenge thing. And I'm like, eh, I helped. Did you ever have your parents to help? Even your dad was oh, in the yeah. engineer field. I mean, he was a brilliant man. The Great. Leaning Tower of Pisa. You definitely it. built it. Yeah, it's it perfect, awesome. probably. Uh-huh. Speaking of toilet rolls, he used a toilet paper roll or a, a paper towel roll on that. What's well, something with your historical monument? I'm going with the Washington Monument. Paper towel. Paper mache over it. Done. You're done. Shauna is a teacher. Can you shed some light on this for us, Shauna? So here's the thing. I think that if the parents help and they work together, then there's learning going on. Um, There's discussion. There's collaboration. And there's connection. And if you can do that with a kiddo, then go for it. And maybe that is the lesson that is learned, not so much that of the actual thing being built. Correct. You just gave me a light bulb moment. (laughs) There's there's connection through content as well. Um, And the standards will be addressed within the classroom when the the, uh, project is discussed. That is, you know what? This is why you're the teacher and I am not. Shauna, that's brilliant. Thank you for telling us that. That's true. Maybe it's all about that connection with the parent. Makes but me feel parent, good. The parent is mad because they get stuck. <laughs> Parents so. are should be mad, though. Look at this as your kid. Oh, my gosh. Mark, but, but kids oh. are not going to use this. Ma- but mom, <laughs> it's about connecting. It's about us connecting. <laughs> Margo is one of our junior listeners. Margo's 10 years old. Good morning, Margo. Hi. Hi. So do you ever ask your parents to help you with your projects? Uh-huh. We always need help. You always need help? What? Who helps you with your projects? My dad. 
What What's the last thing he helped you with? One of these assignments, and it's called I Excel. And did he do most of it, or did did he just help? Uh, we we both did half of it. Hmm, okay. okay, working together. That's good. D- do you uh do you wait until the last minute to tell Dad that you have a project due? No, oh. I tell him like right when we get it. Oh, that's smart. See, that's a good kid. Is is your dad with you right now? Yeah, he's dead. What What does your dad say when he gets really annoyed? Like when he's just having he it. Oh, he cusses. He cusses. He cusses. Yeah. Let's not do that oh, on the radio. Yeah, definitely. So with the IXL, when we get it incorrect, we we take a picture so that when we get it wrong, we can just like get it back. Oh, then, so you kind of cheat a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Margo. Your honesty is the best. Uh, tell dad we said hi. And tell dad he should really not cuss, okay? But is it kid cuss words or real <laughs> cuss words? Well, we're not going to ask her to to tell <laughs> yeah, us the words. Don't elaborate, Margo. <laughs> love you, Margo. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I love this game. Oh, it's so much fun. Oh, we are ready to conquer the Mega Minute. Who wants to do it? It's it's. I mean, this has been so much fun. We've had some winners. We've had some losers. But it's 10 questions in one minute. Can you answer these questions and conquer the Mega Minute? We've got a great prize to give away. Tickets. Four tickets to the WWE Holiday Live at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. This is on Friday, December 29th. Is this a SmackDown Live? It's happening on Friday, December 29th. And not one, but four tickets. The entire family is going. So who wants to play the Mercedes in the Morning Mega Minute? Caller 20, you're in. 702-364-9400. Good luck. It's time for Mercedes in the Morning's Mega Minute. Our contestant is on the line. It's Tara. Hi, Tara. Good morning. Are you ready to try to conquer the Mega Minute? I am. I am. I'm ready for this. All right. It starts quickly, but you are playing for four tickets to the WWE Live Holiday Tour at the MGM Grand Garden Arena on Friday, December 29th. Tara, you'll have 60 seconds to answer 10 questions correctly. If you get a question wrong or pass on a question, we'll come back to that question at the end. And the game starts now. Who is the current president of the United States? Joe Biden. What is the name of Santa's red-nosed reindeer? Rudolph. What is the capital of Hawaii? Honolulu. What NBA team did Kobe Bryant play for? Oh, oh a lot. But the Lakers? Yes. Um, what food is sauerkraut made out of? Um, oh, my gosh. Cabbage. Yes. A dog sweats through which part of its body? Sal, uh, sal, salvatory gland. That, that, no. Through salivation? No. Oh, God, I don't know. Pass. Um, what Grey's Anatomy character just received the title of People's Sexiest Man Alive? Patrick Dempsey? Yes. How many weeks are in a year? Oh, my God. Forty-six? Uh, no. What animal 45. is... No. What animal is Indiana Jones afraid of in the movies? Oh, my God. Oh, Oh, no. We we were doing so well. And it was that darn dog question that got us. 
Is it his skin? It's his paws. Oh, man. Honestly, I did not know that. I would learn something with that. No I had kidding. no idea that that was a thing. That is uh, news to me. Um, how many weeks are in a year? 52. And okay. what animal is Indiana Jones afraid of in the movies? That would be snakes. Tara, I'm sorry. Hang on the line. You did not conquer the Mega Minute. But that means that someone is going to get these tickets. Caller 20 right now. You are going to WWE Live Holiday Tour at the MGM Grand Garden Arena on December 29th. Caller 20 gets them. 702-364-9400. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Sprouts Farmer's Market. Find your healthy at Sprouts Farmer's Market. Do you decorate your car with anything on the inside? Like uh, maybe you have something hanging from your rearview mirror. Maybe you do a little embellishments. Well, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration wants drivers to stop putting rhinestones on their steering wheel. Sometimes people will just like glue some on to make it look like really really blingy, Mm -hmm. you know? Well, there was apparently a growing trend of people doing this all over the vehicle's logo in the center of the steering wheel. And they say that this kind of bling might seem pretty. It might seem fun, but it's really dangerous. And it's even, it can even be deadly because if the, the airbags deploy, those decorations basically become shrapnel-like oh, yeah. projectiles. They say at least one driver lost an eye when an emblem with rhinestones got dislodged in a crash and hit the driver in the face. So stop doing that. Your your cute leopard print steering wheel cover, fine. Just no more blink on your on your steering. It's wheel. dangerous. I was uh, in an accident. Gosh, like three years ago, um, I hydroplaned on the two fifteen and I slammed into the medium head on. And as I was about to hit it, I'm thinking to myself, okay, the airbags they're going to go off, and you kind of brace yourself. And it happened so fast. But I remember the thing after my accident. Everything in my car was all over the place. Like my work bag was thrown somewhere. I'm trying to find my cell phone. Can't find the keys. When you're in a high impact crash, stuff and everything inside that car just goes flying. Yeah. They, it, it, it all becomes projectile weapons. At yeah, that bouncing point. around. Yeah, yeah. you got to be really careful. Um, <clears throat> also, this morning, this is really cool. Walmart, they're making a big change to accommodate customers with autism, PTSD, and other sensory disorders. So, starting tomorrow, stores nationwide are going to have special sensory friendly hours from 8 a.m. until 10 a.m. each day. So, the TVs will show a static image instead of videos. They'll also leave the music off. They'll lower the lights. They tested it for back to school season and had a lot of success with it. They say that we hope our customers and associates will find the stores to be a little easier on the eyes and ears. And that could be, yeah, that could be really overwhelming for someone that has some sort of sensory disorder and they walk in and it's like screaming TVs and music and now there's a clean up on aisle. You know, it's like, oh my gosh. So that, I actually think that's a brilliant idea. Can't, why can't we just do that for the whole day? (laughs) Some stores, you go to some stores and, and, but there's the music is just blasting and action and all the stuff. Like, I just want to find a pair of pants. <laughs> That's all I'm here for, please. Pants. I don't need a disco. <laughs> um, this is so cute. I don't know. Is anyone else like all about the Taylor Travis thing? Travis Kelsey is uh, setting off to Argentina for a little meetup with Taylor Swift. This is according to page six. The Kansas City Chiefs tight end plans to visit during her international tour. He says he is committed to returning for NFL practice on Monday, 
But the whole buzz about this potential meetup started when he hinted on his podcast, New Heights, about a sunny getaway during a brief break from having to play football. Um, He said, I might just say bleep it and just go somewhere nice. My skin's getting real pale. I got to go somewhere sunny, he said. Meanwhile, Taylor arrived in Argentina preparing for her weekend uh, performance as part of her Global Eras tour. So that uh, it sounds like he's kind of making the trip, which I'm conflicted on. Like, I love that they want to spend some time together. But then part of me is like, no, she needs to concentrate. Like, let her concentrate. But then again, she went to his games and he needed to concentrate. But he does better when she's there. He doesn't do well when she's not there. The stats show it when she's in the stands watching him. He performs so much better. Now, he's going to go down there. I think that's great. You've got the time off. Do whatever you want to do with the time off. If they lose or he has a bad game thereafter, people don't go after Taylor Swift for this whole thing. Because this happened to Tony Romo and Jessica Simpson. They made the playoffs. They had a bye in the playoffs. Tony Romo... Jessica Simpson, Jason Witten, who was the tight end, and his girlfriend, they went to Cabo. They went to somewhere in Mexico. Just a little vacation. And then Romo came back and had a bad game, and people blamed the fact that don't you should be blaming Romo for the bad game, but they came down on Jessica Simpson for taking him on vacation. And why is it her fault? You're the one who played. Exactly. He's the one that threw the interceptions. Witten's the one that dropped the balls. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. There, There is to be no backlash. No, for that. either way. And maybe I, she's going to have an amazing concert. Why is she, she's going to be off? But I guarantee you she'll probably perform better I'm seeing so, her guy in the crowd. I'm so jealous of the people that get to go see her Eras tour now because now that 1989 is out, um, or Taylor's version, and it's got those vault tracks you will get to hear the vault tracks as secret songs. She does two secret songs, and she's you know she's going to play some of these vault tracks as secret songs. I'm so jealous. You should go see her when she's in Tokyo. I should? You should. I, there, there's drug Okay, fun. bye. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to convince me. <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm out of here. What's the dates? I don't even care. <laughs> Super Bowl weekend. Get out of town. Avoid the, the chaos. Oh, yeah. I'm so there. <laughs> It's Mercedes in the morning, 8 o'clock. I I feel bad. I feel your pain, man. It's like when when you felt safe and then all of a sudden there's a little part of you that doesn't feel so safe anymore. Yeah, and I've always kind of lived in this bubble. I'm not on any of those next door apps or anything like that. I just don't want to know what's happening in my neighborhood. I know that's not the good way to approach things. But I just want to be blissful and not thinking these things, break-ins or whatever happens in my neighborhood. Because once I find out about something, I know I'll obsess over it. And so I've been in my place for 14 years, never heard about anything in my neighborhood, but I guarantee stuff has been happening. But my bubble was burst last night when I got a, a text message from my neighbor. I looked down, ding, I see it's my neighbor. I'm like, oh, what are they reaching out for? And it's the wife asking me if I can check my security cameras around a certain time because someone broke into their cars. Oh. I'm like, oh, there it is. That is the worst. Bubble has been burst. There's, there's crime in my neighborhood. So why do you like living in bliss when there's there's plenty of ways to track what's going on so you can be more vigilant and I know. more aware. And that's the way to do it. In my old neighborhood, I was fully aware of stuff happening, and I became obsessed with it to the point where I'd have anxiety pulling into my neighborhood. And I, I didn't want that in my new neighborhood. So I just was this blissful person not paying attention to any of those apps or anything, just not wanting to know what happened so I, so I don't obsess and uh, become OCD over it. So she sent me the note and the time to look, and I went to pull up my cameras. And my camera was, it's fuzzy, it had to be cleaned. So I went out last night and I cleaned my camera. And now it's got a, everything's fine with my cameras. But she sent me a text later on. She's spoken to another neighbor who has a clean 
shot of someone in their driveway. Oh, so they think wow. they've got the person, which is fantastic news. I don't know what they do with it, but they've got a clean shot of someone around the same time, like literally like walking like right by the camera, like, huh? Like a perfect shot. Like, huh? Like Scooby-Doo? Yeah, Scooby-Doo. Like, is that wow. a camera? Huh? I, I'm looking. I'm trying to look. There's like so many different um, apps that you can use. And I, there's one. If anyone knows of any of uh, these good ones, spotcrime.com. Um, except I can't get it to like zoom into your, your area here just to see if your crime in your neighborhood made the map. <laughs> we're on there. <laughs> hey, we're a celebrity. <laughs> we made the crime map. This thing we're driving on Waze. Like, hey, you're on Waze because your car's broken down on the side of the road. Yeah, I, I saw see it. you. I yeah. see you. I see you. But is anyone facing cr- crime in the neighborhood right now? Break-ins in your neighborhood, 702 364 9400. How are you handling it? Are you doing anything different now? I always have all my lights on and stuff. I noticed a couple more neighbors last night had their lights on as well. So I think they're being more aware and just having the lights on at night to hopefully deter someone from breaking into cars. Uh, have you ever been in your home when someone tried to break in or you came home and a crime was in progress? Has that ever happened to anyone? That happened to my uncle before. He uh, he lives in New Mexico and uh, he was living in like a, a trailer at the time. Like a, it was like a, a nice like double wide kind of, you know, like yeah. and so he was he was living in there. And he comes up to the door and the screen on the door is like slashed. And he's like, huh, that's weird. So he goes to open the door and it's already like kind of open. And he immediately was like, someone's in here. And he goes in. And, and he's he doesn't have anything to like protect him, but he walks in and the kitchen's right there. So he grabs like a knife and he's looking along and he hears like ru- like someone ruffling through things in one of the bedrooms. And he's like, hey. And then all of a sudden this dude just comes out of nowhere, basically busts through one of the windows. No way. And just leaves. So he never got him. The guy didn't get away with anything, but he was going through their stuff. And it was just I'm just like. Man, you're really lucky he didn't have some sort yeah, of huh? weapon or, or like that is really scary. I couldn't imagine. So it was a it was a scary thing for him and like his daughter. He has two daughters and, and they never wanted to go back to the, to, you, to the you house. Go, go was, yeah, yeah, it was oh, really girl. scary. What's the if you come home to that situation, it's daylight out. and You notice that. What's the what's the safest thing? Do you storm into the house? Do you open the front door and stay outside saying, hey, I'm home. Who's here? I would immediately call 911 and let them deal with it. I'm staying outside. I'm not going in there. If I think someone's in my house and if, if I'm wrong... I am so sorry to the police that came out. I am so sorry that I wasted your time. I'll bring lunch to the station. <laughs> like, what can I do? But yeah, I'm not even messing with that Smart. at all. Let's talk to Christy. Christy, you were home during a break-in? Yeah, my sister and I, I I'm a really deep sleeper. Um, and my sister heard something going on at the front door. And we were alone. It was just she and I. And um, she comes and wakes me up and tells me, come on come with me and we're going to go sit on the bed and we gotta, we're looking down the stairs and we can slowly see them getting with the crowbar opening our door. Oh. And yeah, it was so scary. I and mean, we were, this was quite a few years ago. I was like, in, not even in junior high yet. Um, but it, right as they like broke it open and were busting in and the light finally broke through, the cops showed up and they had like helicopters and all kinds of stuff. Cause I guess these guys had been doing it to every, you know, um, person on the block they've been in a lot of robberies so 
Oh, it was so scary. So you guys were okay, though? No, they... We were okay. We, they told us to stay on the phone while, you know, until we get there. And it was really scary once I realized what was going on because oh. I was dead asleep, you know? Yeah. I mean, to wake up to that. Oh, my gosh. When you're yeah. still kind of out of it and trying to figure out what's yeah. going on. That That is so scary. Christy, I'm so glad that you were okay. Um, you did the right thing, obviously, in that case. Allie, same thing happened to you? Yeah. So I came home with my kids one day and um, everything looked normal downstairs, but our front door frame was kicked in. So... I had the kids wait downstairs and called the police, and I went upstairs. The whole upstairs was like, you could tell they took TVs off the wall and everything, but there was a cigarette burning. So they had jumped out the window and, like, basically heard us come home and got, got loose. But they still got away with, like, the TVs and stuff? Yeah, they were doing multiple trips. It was crazy. Oh, my goodness. Did they ever catch the, the people? They didn't, unfortunately. Oh, I guess at the end of the day, it just doesn't matter. That stuff is just stuff, and you and your kids yeah, are you safe. Yeah, you guys are safe. Wow. Like, was it hard for you just to to be in that house thinking, like, how violated you felt? Oh, it was awful. I slept because uh, it took a while to get the door fixed, so we pushed the couch in front of the door, and then we broke the lease and moved out like a week later. Yeah, I don't blame yeah, you start at fresh. all. That's scary. Well, there you go, JC. There's some stories for you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Great. Makes you feel worse <laughs> about your Get new front door, <laughs> <laughs> beef up alarm system, all those things. We've got a lot coming up this hour, including later on this hour, around 8.30, 8.35, Steph's friend, the bride. It's my job to tell her she's being a bridezilla. No, no, we never said that. No, no, we, we, you thought that. So <laughs> we were just going to talk to her, and that was what you were going to tell her because you thought that. that she's because going... I don't. I, I think she's just trying to have fun with it. You only get married once, right? We think. <laughs> <laughs> we think the bridal uh, part, the bridal shower. Uh, it's the, a lot of work the for parties. A lot going yes, on, and yes. she'll be on later on this hour. <laughs> I'm excited to talk to her this time tomorrow. We will have our list of Grammy nominations. Uh, 2024 Grammy nominations are going to be announced tomorrow morning, 7.45 our time. So by now, we'll be talking about who's nominated. And a lot of people are predicting like who's going to be nominated for Record of the Year, Song of the Year. And uh, Rolling Stone came out with their list. I think this is interesting um, as far as who they think leading up to the Grammys. They're uh, happening February 4th. And they're they're breaking down all the categories. But let's just talk about who should be the big winner on Grammy night. And they're saying that this person is just going to sweep everything. They say Taylor Swift expect her to earn her seventh nomination and first win in, in the big four category of song of the year. They think she's going to win for this song. Antihero. They say Spent eight weeks at number one. Um, It's her longest running chart topper. It's just really shaping up to be her year. What about this Taylor Swift song right here? (laughs) 
you think Cruel Summer has a shot to slide in there or came in too late? Because this was number one until it got knocked out of number one by another Taylor Swift song. I just don't think it's eligible because it was on Lover several years ago. Oh, yeah, good so point. I don't yeah. th- I, it wasn't off of Midnight's, which came out last. Yeah. This song is like three years old, so it point. just became bigger. Um, these are some of the other people they uh, expect to get nominated for Song of the Year. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo. think Rihanna is going to get a nomination for this song? Does anyone else, when they hear that song, think of the TikTok where the, they were showing the Super Bowl performance stuff? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Where they're like, the, the audience, if Rihanna sings this song at her Super Bowl performance, and it starts, lift me up, and everybody walks out. Everyone's running out <laughs> of the stadium. I don't know why. It's a very nice song, but um, this is who Rolling Stone's thinks should win they think taylor will win but they think this is the person who should win song of the year kale bell SZA. they said it was one of the most important songs of the year and just kind of catapulted SZA onto this just entirely different level in pop music uh some other potential nominees they say expect to see some for morgan wallen this song was number one for a long time, too. Yeah. And then they say, don't count out Miley Cyrus. She'll probably get herself a, a nomination for Song of the Year. So it was huge when it first came out, beginning of the year, right? January, February, the album came out. Just based on the CMAs last night, though, I really think that Luke Bryan is going to get something for Fast Car. And, and, and here's where I'm conflicted. It's like, okay, congratulations, Luke Bryan. You sounded fantastic singing that song. But it's Tracy Chapman's song. So she gets it. She'll too, get it too, right? yeah, because she's the, okay. the writer on that song. Well, like, and we're talking she about should this. be there. I think she should be there. Um, I, she wasn't at the CMAs last night. I don't know if anyone predicted that he was going to win. He got two awards. I just think it's really important to remember, like, yeah, he did it, but who did it first? You know? Well, she, I think she made, has made like over $15 million off and the song great. this year. <laughs> I'm excited, though. The Grammys, uh, they're going to be on February 4th. So, yeah, tomorrow we are going to get the nominations. I cannot wait. You know we'll have all of them for you as soon as we get them. Now, coming up next, we do have Heads Up and your tickets to see David Spade and Nikki Glaser. That happens right after Fallout Boy. This is Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. All right, let's get our contestant. It is JoLynn. Good morning, JoLynn. Good morning, guys. Hey, you ready to play Heads Up? I'm ready to play and win. Oh, yes, I love it. You you just set the wheels in motion. Manifest it, girl. Okay, so you have two categories to choose from. Do you want to go with X-ray or area code? Uh, let's go with x-ray. X-ray it is. X-ray day was yesterday. These are all different parts of the body, like places maybe you would get an x-ray. Who knows? Okay? Okay. 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 Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? You, please. Okay. <laughs> all right, Joel, in 60 seconds on the clock, you get six correct. You win, and you start now. This is where you might get a cavity on in your wear. On your tooth. Yeah. Um, this is, whoa. Uh, this uh, You have 10 of these on your feet. Um, the, uh, yes. 
I might pull this. It's the muscle on my upper thigh in the back. Um, my, your butt? No, yeah. it's in your leg. It's in the back of your leg. Um, pass. Okay, pass. Um, this is where um, you go to a chiropractor to help you with problems with this long thing joint? that runs down your... Fine. Yes. Um, this is... Um, uh, it, it's um, my Right below your ankle is your what? Uh, it, it, sometimes they call the end piece of, yes yes um this is i'm gonna pass on that um sometimes older people have a problem with this like th- th- on the side of their um their their butt it's Ten the, seconds. The, what um you know what pass um this is where your upper leg meets your lower leg your what your hip no oh, oh. my hip was last one. Oh my god oh, no it was um oh, it, no. well if we got stuck on that muscle one it was hamstring and then and then oh. ha- calf or ha- hip was last and then I was just okay. trying to go with knee uh, that was really hard. It was Man, hard. We had two Man. losers today yeah. for, for heads up. It was a bad day. Jolene, hang on the line. Don't hang up. We're going to make sure we get you something just for trying. Um, I thought you had it, too. I thought you I, had it in the bag. I just was, like, spacing. I don't know. My head was not, like, 100% into it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I totally let Jolene down. Um, but that means you are in luck. Because you get these tickets to see David Spade and Nikki Glazer at the Venetian on May 17th. Caller 20, the tickets are yours. 702-364-9400. It's Mercedes in the morning. Steph, do we have like wedding music? Like here comes the bride. Because this is very exciting. We were talking about this yesterday. Steph is going to be the matron of honor. Are you a matron because you're married? Is that why? That's exactly why. <laughs> yes. It kind of sounds like you're like 80 years old when you say the matron of honor. Well, they are doing a granny night. <laughs> they are doing... Uh, and, the, and the beautiful bride that she is the matron of honor for, her name is Jessica. And... Here's the wedding bells. And Jess... The bride is on the phone. Hello, Jessica. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> this is Hi, Steph's best, best friend in the world. It's such an honor to have you on the show, our beautiful bride. How are you? I'm good. Oh, my gosh. I'm just honored to be here. <laughs> now, we were talking about you on the show yesterday. Did you, did you hear about that? I did. I did hear about this. <laughs> did you listen to the podcast? Oh, I haven't. Oh, do, oh, okay. So there's more tea. I will be. No, 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 no. I'll tell you about it later. <laughs> okay. So, so we were talking about the fact that Steph is your matron of honor, and how you guys are like in the planning process of a bachelorette weekend in Tampa. We heard, we heard all about it, and there's a lot of stuff going on for that. Like you, you have a lot of activities that you guys want to do. Yes, it's it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> And if, and if you don't know Jess, she likes to, she's very theatric, she likes to uh, dress up, and she likes to do a lot of themes. Remember, Jess, we were talking about all the themes that you wanted to do for your bachelorette party? Oh my gosh, I'm like the worst. I change my mind like every other day. Like, I don't, I don't know what I want. Like, I just, I identify with so many different things, and I honestly think it's because of social media. Like, once your phone or whoever is, like, listening to all of our conversations... Once they find out that you're getting married, it's like all I see. Oh, like no. I'm overloaded with all of these ideas to where it's like, I'm not disco cowgirl, but I'm like disco. But I'm not just disco. 
I'm like low-key Barbie, but there's just so many options. <laughs> I don't even know who I am anymore. You're like, so I? cute. I love it. Steph kind of ran down some of the stuff that she's going to be planning, and, and let, let me know if I have this correct. So we're, go, we're going to Tampa. Yes. You, you're, you're, you live in uh, Baltimore. You work in Baltimore, but the wedding's in California. Steph's in okay. Vegas. We're not having it in Vegas because the bachelor party's here. So we're going somewhere different. Yeah. Complete respect for that. So we're going to Tampa. She said um, there's going to be a party on a yacht for one of the things. Um, yes, well, I kind of want that. Like, that sounds fun, right? <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> it does sound fun. There is the uh, pink bikini party. She told us about that. Yeah, because that's the low-key Barbie part of it, right? Yeah, like that makes onesie, sense. Like the one pieces, kind of. Yeah, I like that. And, and yeah, it's not bikini. It's one piece, JC. One piece. Sorry, sorry, sorry. There is <laughs> one the... One piece up in here. There's granny night where you'll dress up like old ladies and hit uh, hit the town, hit Tampa for granny night. Which is my favorite, yeah. by the way. I think that is just hilarious. I love that idea. Right? Like, can you imagine, like, twerking but looking like a grandma? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So we're going to a club or something dressed as grannies. Yes, Even when exactly. I don't like early bird special. Okay, so there's granny night. And then she told us there is dress like the groom night we're all dressed like your fiance and wear a mask with his face on it correct yeah because could you also imagine twerking but then having your partner's face on <laughs> oh my god twerking with your partner as your partner <laughs> uh, right like so, isn't that funny can you imagine all the music videos we could do with that oh man i mean you're you're gonna have a social media content weeks <laughs> after this i am convinced but we were talking about it and and like we sensed a little bit of stress with steph because she wants this to be perfect for you she she wants this to be perfection and then jc's like it's too much <laughs> <laughs> is it is, is it bad is this bad you guys is it bad well i don't think it's bad i just think it might be too well i think it, i think it's too much could it be a little bit more of hey i want to have my bachelorette party in tampa let's go down and have a good time we'll go out to hit some clubs in tampa and uh, okay. maybe not a yacht maybe a pontoon boat because we can get those in tampa oh my gosh <laughs> they're, we're, they're, all those girls on just a pontoon boat yes that's, exactly. like, that's not even cute it is cute no. it's the golf it's cute no. you do, you do yeah. pontoon boats not cute and also i'm gonna have to pee so whatever boat we're on i need to be able to like pee and i'm not gonna do that in the water oh i you are True. a planner i love this she knows what her pee schedule is and i love too. Jess. you're so considerate because you're like but is this too much like she's running down all the ideas she's like i want this night i want this night i want this night but then is that too much but I, what are you thinking right now are we trying to stick to like one single theme or are you trying to do all the things that we're mentioning right now here is what is wrong with me as a person. I have a hard time making decisions when it comes to stuff like this. So already as a person, and this is something about Steph as my best friend and like she has done throughout our relationship, is sometimes when I ask her for advice or her opinion, she won't tell me what she thinks because she wants me to ultimately make my own decision which I love her for. Also hate her for sometimes, but appreciate <laughs> I think with this, because I'm so overloaded with everything, because I'm, I just have, I changed my mind. Like, did she tell you I literally, we were going to do Tampa, but now we're going to be in St. Pete. And I just decided that like two days ago. Wait, what? We're I not know. in Tampa anymore? We, no. We went no, to St. Pete? It is Tampa. It is Tampa, but it's just 30 minutes. This is what I'm talking They're about. They're next door to each other. It's, it's the same TikTok. thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. TikTok. I saw on TikTok and it's like way better over there. And I'm like, okay, TikTok, we're going to St. Pete. Like, this is my issue. That, that, that decision, I do applaud. <laughs> I, I spent some summers down in that area and I, I do applaud moving St. Pete is the better way to go. Yeah, it, okay. yeah, I think you'll like that. But maybe just pick. Okay, I how, feel better. I how, feel better about that. Well, how many girls are coming? 
can. There's okay. See, that's another mm-hmm. reason why JC. Like, we can't just like pull up and be like, <laughs> "Where are we going?" There are ten people going. So that's why we kind of have to have like some sort of structure. But what I think I need for Steph to do is I think she needs to be like, okay, A, B, or C. So I can pick B, right? Otherwise, I'll be like, well, what about the rest of the alphabet? Like, what are what else can I do? Like, what else is going on? Like, I think she just needs to, like, reel me in a bit because I'm losing my mind. Okay, so I'm going to make decisions for you, but you can't get mad at me if I just make it on behalf of everyone. Is that okay? That is totally fair. Okay. Yes, girl. Literally, that is what we need. I am crazy right now. Like, I don't, I, I have too many ideas. I have too many ideas. I think this is what you do. I think you just let go of all of it, Jess, and you just say, okay, it's going to be a surprise. Let it be a surprise. And what you do is like, as seen on TikTok, you take two of those like pieces of paper and you pick one, but you don't see what's on each side. So like you pick one and it's like a Barbie swimsuits on the yacht. And then that's what you guys go oh do. God. And then you pick the other one and it's like a granny's at the club. And <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, Steph, you only have a set amount. You have plans for those things. And then you go do half of them. Yes. I love that. Okay, Jess. April, St. Pete, no longer Tampa. Jess's bachelorette party. Here we come. Yeah. You could even do one with, like, locations. You could be, like, Tampa or St. Pete, or you could do, like... Vegas. uh, (laughs) Las Vegas or Henderson. (laughs) I love it. I love you, Jess. I'm so excited for the planning. I love you guys. Jess, you are going to make the most beautiful ride. We can't wait to hear more about it. I mean, you got to come on again before April, okay? Oh, I'm sure I will. I'm sure this is just the beginning. <laughs> I, I think JC's just jealous because he wants to be a part of it. He I want to be on the boat. <laughs> he wants to do the Tampa strippers. <laughs> just, just so you know, I looked. I looked. Everyone's I looked, invited. I looked at yacht rentals. Um, really? Two thousand a day. Oh, Three thousand a day. We need more people. Then you should come. <laughs> <laughs> It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Sprouts Farmer's Market. Find your healthy at Sprouts Farmer's Market. After 118 days, the actor's strike is finally over. Some good news there. SAG-AFTRA approved a proposal from the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers. A deal still has to be voted on tomorrow by the union's national board, but it's pretty much expected to pass. No word yet on the details on the deal, but the producers say it gives union members the largest increase in minimum wages in the last 40 years. Whoa. Yeah, and a brand new residual for streaming programs, extensive consent and compensation protections in the use of artificial intelligence and sizable contract increases on items across the board. So it sounds like it's a pretty good deal. They got what they wanted on that one. We got the writers back. We have the actors and Mm -hmm. actresses back. So Hollywood is up and running. That's a good thing. Yeah, really good thing. Also this morning, I, I mean, what does Amazon not do? At this point, Amazon's now offering $9 a month health care benefits for Prime members. No way. Nine bucks a month. Are you kidding me with this? I know. It's crazy. They announced yesterday that Prime members can buy a discounted subscription to its one medical health care service for nine bucks a month or $99 a year. So what does that get you? The company says it covers unlimited access to 24-7 on-demand virtual care, including video chats, with licensed providers to let them get treatment for for common concerns. We're talking like cold, flu, skin issues, allergies, 
UTIs, stuff like that. Amazon bought one medical earlier this year for $4 billion. So $9 a month, you get, you, the first thing you get, doctors on demand. If you do doctors on demand on your own, it's like 50 to 75 bucks an appointment. Yeah, it's like it, you, you get telehealth. And just yeah. think about all the people who have no access. Now you have access, and this is affordable access. This really could be a huge game changer for people getting finally getting in to see a doctor. Yeah. I did telehealth one time for my do- for my daughters, like in the middle of the night, and I didn't want to call our doctors, and and I was we, we have a telehealth program here with the, through the radio station, so I did that, and um, I was like with some random doctor. He was um he was working at a hospital. So he was on his break Mm -hmm. in his office at the hospital and uh, she had, gosh, I can't remember what it was. I think it was an ear infection or something like that. And she was in a lot of pain and, and he's like, can you put her ear up to the phone, to the computer? So we're all like on, yeah, it was just really awkward and he can't see in there. And he's like, okay, well it looks a little red on the outside. I'm going to go ahead and give her a prescription for this or whatever. But it was just so funny. And I did telehealth once I had a sore throat and I literally had to put the phone in my mouth, not like not in it, but pointing towards my mouth. So the doctor could see inside. It's awkward. I've I've done it many times before. And to me, it's just that uh, little bit of anxiety of waiting for the doctor to pop on and do you try like i remember being super sick like a sinus infection a couple years ago a fever and everything and just looking awful but trying to look good when the camera turned on and yeah. the doctor pops on like hi you're like i hope i get a nice doctor yes. and then they come on they're like surprise shoddy <laughs> <laughs> um finally this morning if if you uh love coca-cola then this, I don't know, this may be a bad thing for you. A new study found that there is a new gateway drug to be concerned about, and it's Coke. And and not cocaine. Coca-Cola, we're talking. Researchers studied more than 2,000 kids between 9 and 10 years old, and they discovered that those who drank caffeinated soda on a daily basis are twice as likely to admit to trying alcohol a year later. The author of the study says one possible explanation is that the caffeine and sugar can induce effects on the brain, making that person more sensitive to the reinforcing effects of harder drugs like alcohol. Or maybe kids who struggle to regulate their impulses might be more likely to try caffeine earlier on, leading to more experimentation as they get older. Um, I have two things I want to bring up with you. I'm reminding you that in case I forget the other one. Okay. First one, caffeine. I am down to one cup of coffee a day. No ever, ever since I got sick, I have one cup and that's it. Good I don't for drink you. anymore. I am so proud of myself, but like I I feel I feel like I've abandoned my second and third cup. I actually feel sad about you it. You miss it, right? Yeah, I kinda do. But this was because you were sick and then you were really sick a, a day last week. You had zero coffee and you came back and that was kind of a struggle. Like, do you have the coffee? And I think you kinda sipped on it throughout the morning and so now we're just in the morning, one cup, nothing else. Yeah, and it, the thing great. is, um, it, like, why does coffee taste so bad when you're sick? Because it just tasted terrible. It only started tasting good to me within the last couple of days. That's when you know you're sick. When the thing yeah. you love tastes wrong, that's when you know you're really sick. The second question I had is about Coca-Cola. So I've had the regular Coca-Cola. And have you ever had the Mexican Coca-Cola? That's with the real sugar, right? The, the yes. pure cane sugar. Mm-hmm. They say it's supposed to be so much better. And I thought I had had it before, but it turns out I did not have it before. Um, I've only had the regular Coca-Cola. But have you ever tasted them like side by side to see the difference? 
Oh that? no, I have not, and it's it's been a long time since I had the the Mexican Coke. Um, I had it at a buddy's barbecue. Gosh, it's been a long time. I know people who swear by the Mexican Coke. They do because with the regular Coke, it's like corn syrup. It's it's not it's it's not the real stuff. The Mexican Coke is pure cane sugar. How different can it taste? We should do a taste test between the two. I think that's a really good idea. Yeah. What if we do? Should we? knowingly say okay this is the regular one or this is the the mexican one or should we mix them up oh let's mix them guess. up yeah and try to guess which, one, see which, which one we like the best that might be a try tuesday we may have to do that so. uh-oh so you're, you're down to one cup of coffee but after that try tuesday it'll be, be like coke, coke in the cola. afternoon <laughs> Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Have uh, have you seen how Brittany Mahomes and Taylor Swift, they're, they're like best friends now? Yes. Oh. I've seen that. Is there... Uh, I don't know. I, Brittany Mahomes just does not rub me the right way. I don't know what, what it is. I have nothing, no reasoning behind it. I just, there's just something about her that is like, mm, I don't think she and I would get along. Any Chiefs fans out there and can expand on that? Because I've heard stories of like when they win, the Chiefs win, she'll like spray champagne into the crowd and they're like, hey, wait, what, what are you doing that? I don't want to get sprayed with champagne. She's a little bit over the top. Yeah, there's just like a vibe you get from someone. Uh-huh. And I don't know, I'm not vibing with her. We're on different vibe wavelengths for some reason. Well, it seems like they're really close friends, Taylor Swift and Brittany Mahomes. They've been together in the suite watching the games. They've got a handshake and everything. And they were, I think it was in New York City. They were out partying in New York City together. She's like part of the squad now. Have you been in that situation where, so I'm I'm thinking Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, best friends. Now, Travis's new girlfriend is Taylor Swift. She comes into the fold. Brittany gets along with her. Seems like everyone gets along. Have you ever been in that situation where one of your friends brings in a new boyfriend or girlfriend into the fold and you guys don't get along? Um, Not offhand. Have you? I have. And if you've been in that situation, 702-364-9400. How do you handle it? How did you know right away? And it was uh, one of my close friends. His girlfriend at the time, um, we're super excited to meet her. We're in California where we met her, and things were fine the first night. And then she was just she was just a mean person. She was mean to him. She was mean to people in the group. Um, I saw her get like physical with her sister once. They got in a little altercation. She was just a mean person. And it got to the point where every time we were doing something, my buddy eventually moved to Vegas and brought his girlfriend with her. We were going out, and we, hear, we would hear she's coming. Like, Ugh. We weren't happy to see her. And it was a hard situation to be in. It was real hard to be in. When you, now that you say like that, like the things she did, it, it's, it's not like some, it's, it's not like someone new to the group. It's just like someone, in, like a, a, a wife or a husband that you don't like how they treat their significant other. So when you hear, oh, so-and-so is going to be there. Yeah. We're like, oh, maybe we're not going to go then, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. We, we feel that way about a spouse of someone that we really like and. She is just like mean. She doesn't do anything. She makes it like he has to do everything. And she like it got to the point where if we found out she was going to be there, Matt would uh, mysteriously his ulcer would act up. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like, I can't. I can't deal with her. (laughs) It's, it's, It's hard. And then I was getting married at the time and I had to tell my buddy. I said, hey, we didn't want her at the wedding because we knew she'd bring that negative energy to our day. And it was a hard conversation to have with my buddy. And, and everyone else was like, oh, is so-and-so coming? I'm like, yeah. And then we finally said, you know what? It's, it's his girlfriend. I'm going to have a heart-to-heart with him. And we did. And we sat down. And I told him, I said, look, here's the thing. You know, we're just not, we don't get along. 
we're not fans of hers. I'm not sure where you guys are in the relationship, but we don't want her at the wedding. And he, and I give him so much respect because he respected that. And he came to the wedding solo and it was for the best for everyone. Yeah, I think that, it, you know, having that conversation is uncomfortable, but it depends on how great of friends you are. You know, it's like some people you can have that conversation mm-hmm. with because you know that they're going to take your opinion seriously. Other people, they just don't want to hear it. And so sometimes I think it's none of my business to tell them that because if they're happy, what does it matter how I feel? Yeah. You know, I'm not in that relationship. So let them be happy together. I just won't get there get to hang out with him because Matt has an ulcer. <laughs> I like that. All of a sudden, my ulcer's acting up this weekend. Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Yesterday, I did something I have never done before in my entire career. I'd never done it before. I did an interview with someone that involved having a translator on. To no translate. kidding. What was this for? It, it was for the TV show Las Vegas Now. Uh-huh. Uh, I was asked to do an interview with an artist that's coming to town. Uh, his name is Rain. He is a huge like K-pop artist. Like, okay. Huge. It, he was more like first generation. So he was like like really, I think he debuted like in the 2000s. And, and so he's just had, he's like a household name. He's got like 3 million Instagram followers and he's coming to town. And so uh, they said, do you want to do this interview? And I was like, yeah, sure. Is it, you know, is there going to be a language barrier? And and they said, you know, no, um, there's going to be a translator. So he does know some English, but they'll, they'll be a translator mm-hmm. on there. So I was like, okay. Um, and you know, the, it's not a secret. I love K-pop. So this music. is your wheelhouse. Yeah, but I I wasn't really familiar with his music because it was a lot. It was a, a long time ago that uh-huh. he started, and so I started listening to his music and getting to know it. And he's really really good. And so I over the years I've picked up a couple of words in Korean. I can say hello. I can say thank you. So I thought. Should I greet him with a hello in Korean or would that come across as like, who, who are you trying to be? You know what I mean? I want to be respectful, but I, and, and make him feel at ease. Like, what would you say? Would it be weird if I said hello to, if I start off saying hello in Korean? In context is king. And it's all how you, how you say it. If you come across, I think in in a meaningful, respectful way. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I, I I truly don't. How do you say hello in Korean? Anyaseo. Anyaseo. Yes. And so the, I, 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 I was like, I'm going to say it. To did him. you do the thing? Where you have your hands folded right no, now? No, I didn't no, do okay. that. But I did kind of like, I unintentionally, I did kind of like bow towards uh-huh. him when I said it. Um, so we're on the Zoom and there's like seven other people on there, like a manager, a translator, a PR person. Like I've never experienced an interview like this. I see them all on there. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And so he came on and he's like, hello. And by the way, this interview will air on, on Las Vegas now here in, in the next week or so. Um, so he comes on and, and I mean, like this man is beautiful. I was just like, oh my gosh, you could tell he was, he was a K-pop idol. And I was like, Rain, Anyaseo. And he his eyes just got big and he's he he smiled and I was like, Oh thank goodness. <laughs> like I just did not want to come off 
insincere because I was completely insin- I was completely sincere in saying. I think you the way you did is very respectful. Okay. If you had been like I need no, like some no, screaming over the top, no. and like you can tell you're just you just Googled the word or something. I think that comes across as disrespectful. You've been in this K-pop world, a BTS fan for what four, five, six years now, a long time. Yeah, and and this is your, like I said, this is your wheelhouse. You respect these guys. You may not know this guy firsthand, but you did your research. You know the genre of music. You know the culture. So I think it was a respectful way. I totally think it was. We had some really great moments, like even through the translator. You know, I was telling him like, well, you know, you do this and you're you're you cook and this, and he starts laughing because he understood what I said, and the translator's laughing. And at the very end, I wanted to tell him thank you in mm-hmm. Korean. So in in, in Korean, it's gansamnida, And so um, we were done, and I was like, yeah, this was great. I really appreciate you coming on Las Vegas now. And he's like, thank you, Mercedes. And I'm like, gansamnida. And he's like, he was he loved it. I was so happy. <laughs> so I get this text from our boss afterwards. I'm uh-huh. like, oh no, because all I see is the first line. It said their management said and i'm like oh no they're i'm in so much trouble they they hated it they they hate me and i opened the text and it said you were amazing and very professional. And oh, I was like, great. oh, thank goodness. I was so worried that I came across as like, who's this dummy trying to talk, you know, in a different language? I wonder if the translator was like... Telling <laughs> different things. Tra- so here she is. Look, my gosh, she's trying Korean again. I think she's wrapping it up. <laughs> Maybe give her a chuckle and land this thing. I was happy I got to talk about BTS to him. <laughs> That's great. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. How do you say goodbye again? Goodbye? In in Korean? No, I said thank you. (laughs) Gansamnia. (laughs) Gansamnia. Are you guys ready? All right, let's check in on the hot topics trending. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? Trending on Mix 94.1. CMA Awards are trending this morning. Lainey Wilson cleaned house at last night's 57th annual CMA Awards. She won five awards, including Entertainer of the Year. Yes, Entertainer of the Year. She became the first female to win that award since Taylor Swift won it in 2011. This is all I've ever wanted to do. It's the only thing I know how to do. Um, We have played just, I think at the end of the year, we'll have played about 186 shows this year. And uh, we've off this year and and so many years in between i've been in this town for 12 and a half years and uh it finally feels like country music is is starting to love me back it's it was just so cool to there was just so many emotions last night it was really beautiful she also won female vocalist of the year album of the year for her song with hardy uh bell bottom country and um wait in the truck won music video of the year and musical event of the year no one else really like dominated chris stapleton he seems to own the male vocalist of the year category he won his seventh there was a, a very early surprise when luke combs fast car won single of the year and and then moments later, one song of the year. First and foremost, I want to thank Tracy Chapman for writing one of the best songs of all time. Never, never intended for that. I just recorded it because I love this song so much. It's meant so much to me throughout my entire life. It's the first favorite song that I ever had from the time I was four years old. There was a little. Oh, go ahead. Well, it's so cool that, that that cover has been a hit because I think it reintroduced so many people to Tracy Chapman yeah. that were not aware of her work in her other song as well. So it's really cool that she kind of uh, has been re- reintroduced to a whole new audience a now. A resurgence for her. Yeah. But they, for some reason, the internet was not happy about it. They were mad that a cover beat out songs that were actually written by country artists in both of those categories. Uh, Jelly Roll, he opened the show with his song Need a Favor. He also won New Artist of the Year and gave a really beautiful and inspiring 
inspiring speech. There is something poetic about a 39-year-old man winning New Artist of the Year. I don't know where you're at in your life or what you're going through, but I want to tell you to keep going, baby. I want to tell you success is on the other side of it. I want to tell you it's going to be okay because what's in front of you is so much more important than what's behind you. Let's party, that's amazing. <laughs> That's oh, it's really inspiring. Cute. 22 yeah. seconds of inspiration right there. Yeah, I love it. So it was a big night for uh, country music. Also trending this morning is Taylor Swift. Not a huge surprise here. But still an incredible achievement nonetheless for Taylor. She is Apple Music's Artist of the Year for 2023. She's the number one most streamed female artist in Apple Music history. She's also the female artist with the most songs to reach Apple Music's global top 100. She thanked fans saying it couldn't have been done without them. Uh, she's headed back out on the road. Her Eras Tour picks up tonight. She is going to be performing in um, Argentina. Yes, Travis made the trip with her, so it's going to be quite the show, and I'm sure we'll be talking about that one tomorrow. Finally, this morning, Kahlua is trending. Have you ever dreamt about smelling like that liqueur, Kahlua? Well, now you can get a Kahlua-scented perfume. It's available. Technically, it's supposed to smell like an espresso martini. It's described as an eau de parfum inspired by absolute and Kahlua. It has notes of dark chocolate, sugar cane rum, uh, Arabica coffee, Velvety foam and more. They're doing it as part of the espresso martinis 40th birthday this year. So if you think that smells good, you want to smell like it, you can pre-order it at imaginaryauthors.com for $105 a bottle. And that is what's trending. It is Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Thursday. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. J-Love is coming up next to get you through that work day. Help you out. Play the songs you want to hear. Make sure you give them a call at 702-364-9400. We are headed out. We'll be back tomorrow. But right now, it is time for the line of the day. We heard from Marco, who is 10 years old and often asked his dad for help when it comes to doing school projects. Do you ever ask your parents to help you with your projects? We always need help. You always need help. What? Who helps you with your projects? My dad. What What does your dad say when he gets really annoyed? Like when he's just having he it? Oh, he cusses. He cusses. He cusses. Yeah. But is it kid cuss words or real cuss words? <laughs> well, we're not going to have asked to, to tell <laughs> yeah, us the words. Don't elaborate, Marco. <laughs> Marcus. Beep, beep. It's beep, Mar- beep. Was it Margo? It was Margo. Oh, that was Marco. No, I think it's a little girl named Mar- Margo. Oh. <laughs> but still, it, it makes for a great line of the day. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. That'll do it for show number 1954 of Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss any part of Mercedes in the Morning? Catch up now by downloading today's show on the Odyssey app. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning on Mix 94.1. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles. 
And Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts.